Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. What's going on, everyone? I'm Magically Average. That's Frank Furter. We are on Bacabytes, and today we are talking about the upcoming increase in price for manga. Um, if you haven't heard, Viz Media is increasing their prices for their manga after 15 years of keeping it at $7.99. We're going to see this increase come in in January 1st of 2024, and we're going to talk about what this could mean for the manga market, what this could mean for the apps if you're subscribed to Viz, the Viz Media app, or Shonen Jump app, or God forbid the Kodansha app, ugh. Um, There's no subscription there. <laughs> no, no. That's why I went ugh. Um, yeah. And just kind of talking about what this could possibly mean domestically for manga readers and what the future of the manga market is going to look like. But first off, Frank Furter, how are you doing today? I'm a big ball of stress, but that's a story for another time. Yeah. Mr. Okay. Mr. Man's doing adult stuff. Yeah, I'm moving. We're buying a house. It's happening. That's why it sounds like an echo chamber in here for the past few weeks. <laughs> I like so, it. So, yeah. So no, I'm 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 doing okay. Uh, I'm I'm hanging in there. I got a. I'm going to QuakeCon this week from Thursday to Sunday. So, Woo. very much so looking forward to just taking three to four days to just play games and chill out and just relax for a bit with some friends so nice doing well in that regard that'll be good that's exciting well and how are you sir good yeah you know adult stuff i'm like i know we talked about this before on another podcast episode but i'm like so ready for fall i like fucking sick and tired of summer like we we talked we talked about how like when you become an adult summer is just not as enjoyable as when you were a kid because summer meant no school, no homework, hang out with your friends all the time, go to go to the beach, go to the amusement parks and whatever. But as an adult, it's like I still go to work every day. I still have to drive mm-hmm. in traffic. I still mm-hmm. have to do all my adult 
shit. Like, and then when I go places to enjoy myself, there's fucking kids everywhere. So, yeah, I'm ready for fall. I'm ready for fall. I'm also ready for cooler weather. You're telling me it's hot as hell up here, but yeah. Anywho, um, anywho, I think that this this is kind of just like uh, it's about time. It's been 15 years since they've raised their prices or changed their prices in any sort of degree. So, with yeah. everything happening within the world of inflation, which oh boy, it's happened and it's happening. Um, this is kind of a no brainer. This is actually we're getting it a lot later than that we should have probably. Mm-hmm. So it's it's unfortunate but it's not like the end of the world it's it's it was going to happen at some point it just got delayed yeah Yeah. and to go deeper into it too reading off the article from anime news network uh the price change will apply to new volumes of ongoing series as well as the new series the company will launch um, which are currently priced at 9.99 per volume some such as gold kamui will be priced at 12.99 per volume Kamui. I can't I can never remember how to pronounce that. I think Oh yeah, yeah, I know you're right. Yeah. Um so in addition to there's going to be standard single volumes of manga from Kondansha US Publishing costing 12.99 from Yen Press costing 13 and from 7 Seas costing 12.99 that will go up to 14.99. You also have uh prices raised for Shonen Jump and Shoujo Beat manga volumes from 7.99 to 8.99 and then 9.99 um back in 2009 so there's been a steady increase in prices over the years we just had this long lull of no price increase which to your point like it was bound to happen and my only concern my my biggest concern of it is when i see a price increase i want to have a reassurance that the quality is going to remain the same and there's not going to be like delays or potential like uh, like what we saw during peak COVID, like shortages, right? Mm. So, because if you, if I'm paying more for manga, again, inflation, there's a lot of economic pieces that go into the decision as to why we're, they're increasing prices for their manga. But at the same time, I'm also a greedy customer and I'm like, okay, well, if I'm paying more, I want you to have the same, if not better quality. And I don't want there to be a, a shortage like, looking at you summertime rendering with your stupid bullshit of like, uh, we printed well, it on the was... wrong paper and then we, the bindings were wrong and then we printed it upside down, which legit so I wanna, happened. So I want to, I want to bring that kind of into a court of like, that's a prime, ex- like it's a actually not a prime example in this whole thing, because that was a quality assurance thing of the hardcover books being postponed because, Hey, we printed it on the wrong paper. We printed it backwards. And then, um when they got it back and they're like cool this is great then when they put all six next to each other the first three were shorter than this third or second three so it was just like well shit now we have to reprint it again like that is one thing and i uh, that's kind of a bad example but the one thing that you were saying is like hey quality I think quality will probably stay the same if you know if it dips down worse you're going to hear a large majority of the people who are buying these because people who are buying these like have money and they are the people who voice their opinions more than the younger crowd who don't buy them. Yeah. They can obviously hop on the bandwagon of just like, what the fuck and make it a little bit louder. But generally the people who are buying it are the ones that point out the issues and make it, you know, loud to begin with. Right. Um, But as for the delays, I don't think the delays are going to happen 
for the fact of a outside of shortages i don't think delays are going to happen because they have to like book a printer for specific things like three to six months i think it's six months in advance so mm-hmm. when they want to print a volume, they have to book a printer somewhere, whether it be Canada, United States, for our printing, or Mexico, like six months at most in advance. So that way it's like, okay, cool. We know that these are gonna like these are gonna hit the printer six months from now. It'll take a month to get to our warehouses to distribute to the different uh vendors or to the different uh you know, shops. So it's one of those things that those are already kind of accounted for and if we're going by the six month standard of you know how far they plan out everything until like february of to march of next year has already been planned yeah so like we already know what we're gonna get it's just a matter of if there is a shortage which i think a lot of raw materials have gotten a lot better about getting everything out whether it be for manga whether and especially like housing like i know there was a shit ton of different housing big lumber materials yeah there was lumber and then it was concrete it was just in windows too surprisingly like there was a huge shortage during the pandemic so i think that things have stabilized to a degree it's just a matter of if there's like an unforeseen shortage for whatever reason then you know that becomes a different story but i think that there won't be any delays unless, you know, there's a natural act of, like, nature. Yeah. Natural act of nature. Duh, Frank, it's going to be anyway. Force majeure is what we say in legalese. But, there you yeah, go. no, the, the only reason I bring that up, too, is because I feel like with the larger, an, well, larger anime and manga population now in the U.S. after people either rediscovered or for the first time discovered the medium during COVID that there are more voices to be heard and the ones who were loud are getting louder and the ones who are you know developing a voice are starting to actually share their opinions which is good it's good for the industry especially domestically but the reason why i brought up you know quality and shortages is because i feel like if there is a dip if, if there's any sense of a downswing after this price increase, people are going to shift to just reading it on their phones and on their tablets. Um, the, the, the fact yeah. that we have access now to the Shonen Jump app, the Shonen Jump Plus app. Um, Shonen Viz- Jump? Shonen Jump. Sorry, I'm giving you shit. Continue. <laughs> I've, I've stuffed up. I don't know why. Allergies. <laughs> um, Viz, Kodansha, like, the fact that all the large manga publishers now have their own apps where you can for most of them subscribe and get access to what is it a hundred chapters a day i think yep a hundred chapters a day for four dollars on uh shonen jump and i think it's three dollars for viz media i think so too yeah and so, then manga plus is free which you can read shonen jump and manga plus or in shonen jump plus but like one time only right yeah, and then you have the Kodansha one, K-Manga, which has a yeah, very strange what a, system. Um, what a horrible system it was. Hopefully it gets a rework. But again, this is all to say that I, th- I feel like there is a, there's less room for error now, given the larger population of anime and manga fans now, here in the U.S. at least, where 
there will be more of an incentive if quality were to go down or it's harder to find the manga again to just move to reading it on the app. Because, like, for myself, I'll read it on the app most of the time. Like, for Shonen Jump, I'm reading Spy Family, Kaiju Number 8, a couple of new series that I can't remember the names of, Akane Banashi, um, some of which have manga volumes coming out pretty frequently, some of which don't have any volumes out domestically yet. Some are just starting, like Akane Banashi. So God, it's so good. It is. It's fantastic. Volume one should be out now. If it's not, it'll come out next week, like Yay. Tuesday. But it's out on right stuff. Yeah. And I'm and I'm you know I'm one of the weird ones, and I think you're in the same boat as me too. Where like we'll read it on the app, but then buy the volume too because it's nice to have a physical version. Like I, I am old school in that regard, where I would actually personally prefer reading the physical copy versus on my phone. The phone is there for convenience and to be able to read it, the chapter right when it comes out, knowing that that chapter is not going to be published in a manga and then sent, you know, here in the U.S. available to me for like six months. A year and a half. (laughs) Six months at best. Yeah, right. Like it's going to be forever. So that's that's the reason I... We're well into like the 90s, if not the hundreds of chapters for Akane Banashi, I think, right now. I think and... we're closing in on 80, actually. Oh, yeah. really? I thought we were I think in the we 90s. Just, I think we just read 78 is the, the newest hmm. chapter that came out. But, no confirm- but yeah. No. But like, God, but... you're right. We were on 73. Yeah. Oh, 73. I thought we were I in the know. 90s. I don't know. Oh, no. It was it was a different series that just hit 100. But Kaiju, I regardless, I've, it's like you're still... You got to think it's been a year and a half almost since that series started. Yeah. And we're only getting volume one now. So it's one of those things of like, yeah, like you can read this brand new series on Shonen Jump and then have to wait an, a year and a half in order to get it physically. So the people who right. are just reading it physically, it's like, oh, look at this new series. It's like, no, no, it's been around. You can read it. It's cheap to read it, but like you won't read it physically. And yeah, I'm I'm with you where... I read it on my phone for that sake of just like, okay, I'm catching up every week because I don't want to get it spoiled and I'm really enjoying the series or whatnot. And then I'll buy it physically. But it does take a really special series for me to actually read it physically. Um, mm-hmm. Shoha Shoten is one of those series that I've been, I bought in the first two, the third one's coming out this week or next week. I bought in the first two volumes physically and I've read them again because that show or that series was so good. Akane Banashi will be another one that I read physically every, you know, when it comes out physically. Yeah. Because it is so good. Um, and then I'm also kind of a stickler. Like, I have all the volumes of My Hero and Jujutsu Kaisen that are out right now, and I refuse to read them digitally because it's like, I already have these books. I haven't, like, caught up. I'm just going to read them physically whenever I have the chance, which leads to the downside of, like, I'm never going to be caught up until they're done. <laughs> more than likely but it's just one of those things like yeah it really depends on the series if i'm gonna read it physically or you know buy it physically and just have it stips you know be on the shelf yeah and i I mean we're in a different category too because we're pretty pretty well into the new series coming out both for manga and anime like we're pretty up to date on what's being released domestically and kind of the right there to read it when it drops on the Shonen Jump app or we know what's, you know, releasing each season. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast too, we preview the seasons and then review the previous seasons. So we're, I mean, I feel like for 
for casual people, the apps are just really convenient because yeah. it's like, oh, cool. Uh, some, this looks interesting. I'll pick it up. Whereas like we kind of know like, oh, there's a new series from this author coming out, this manga coming out or like, oh, you know, there's a collab between these two that are going to be releasing at some point here. So, um, which funny, by the way, funny enough, I just got a Kodansha manga notification on my uh, phone. Fuck. It's listening. Dude, to I me. get one to two every week and I need to just, just uninstall the app. <laughs> it just it's makes such bad. a bad app. Yeah. But, but um, um, to go quickly oh, into I, stats before you, before you hop over to just to give like a little background and um, yeah. some of the users too. So the Shonen Jump Plus app accumulated over 12 billion yen in sales revenue uh, in 2019. Um, and then as of February of 2022, the app had been downloaded 19 million times when the app and website having approximately 4.6 million weekly active users. So that's pretty good. Yeah. Also, I forgot to, I just remembered and realized even if you don't pay for Shonen Jump, like, because the Shonen Jump app does have like a $4 monthly subscription, you get 100 chapters every day. Even if you don't pay for it, you can read like the first like five chapters for free and like the last five chapters that have just been released for free. Yeah. So it's not like they're totally useless if you don't pay. If you've been caught up on like a manga decks or physically or something like that, you can still read the newest chapters for free because they offer them for free. So it's not a terrible deal. And that kind of leads into our whole conversation of, you know, should you buy physically? Should you yeah. continue to buy physically? And I, I'm, to me, I am still on the physical train, whether it be for music, which is rare for me because music, I'll buy records and that's like, yeah, that's $30 a record. So it's really yeah. got to be something special. But like, I'll buy music. I have a ton of records. I buy video games still all, you know, physically, mostly. And then I buy my manga physically as well because it's either I really like the series or it's like I want something new to read. I don't have access to read this online legally, so I'm just going to read this, you know, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. And I'm and I think the best point to all this is actually buying anime physically because there are older series that are out there that are sort of now getting a little bit of a resurrection with um, discotech kind of picking up older series and making them available physically, which is great, but there's really no way of watching some of these older shows for like, you know, legally, like you can't watch planets right now, unless you have a DVD set, you can't watch Bacano unless you have a DVD set. You can't watch darker than black. Like there are a, a bunch of series out there that you can't watch because no like there's either nobody has the rights like it just nobody knows who the right hold like be rights to the show or series belong to or they know who it belongs to and they're not selling yeah to like these streaming companies so it's one of those things that you never really know unless it is you know published by a huge corporation that you're like okay cool they're gonna sell this and this is gonna this is a proprietary high dive or crunchy roll show that it's going to be on here for good it's one of those things that is it worth buying some of the bigger series maybe not but is it worth buying some of the niche series that you're like this could go away forever if it's you know if the user or the owner of the rights just pull it from a streaming site so it's just one of those things like i still phys like video games right now is probably the best argument of buying physically and i know i've been talking a lot 
but like anime and video games right now are the biggest like proprietary of like you should buy physically because somebody did a statistic and I'm I don't have it off the top of my head. I think it's thirty five percent of the library for the three sixty PS three era. About thirty five percent of it is wildly available to play. Hmm. That's it. Like there are just like sure, there's gonna be a shit ton of shovelware in there. But there's going to be games in there that like are great. Metal Gear Solid 4 is one of those games. You I think you can like stream it through PS Now, but like you can't like buy it physically, like digitally, physically, whatever, unless you go to a secondhand store. Like it is not wildly available to people. It's just one of those things that video games is finding out this problem, and that's why there's so many different organizations out there trying to catalog a library for when, you know, for emulators. Because it's like, hey, if you're not going to put it out, we're going to put it out on the internet so people can emulate it and play it. But I don't know. I, I think in the, the grand scheme of, like, should you buy physical, I'm still that old hat on that boat of, yes, you should. Yeah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Well, and then on the topic though of of buying physical and the market for it too. I mean, everything you said about the limitation on availability with with certain series or certain licenses or whatever is sort of a byproduct of the digital age that came in, you know, when the new Xbox came out, new PlayStation came out and when the streaming services started dropping and, you know, that's streaming services for both uh, television series, movies, music, everything, right? You saw all these Thanks, markets. Netflix. <laughs> you saw, all, well, actually Netflix originally started for. I know uh, it was renting, Physical DVD. Yeah. They are um, just now discontinuing that. Yep, which is hilarious. Yep. But anyways, well, continue. Uh, yeah, but and that speaks widely to the fact that like it's now transitioning the 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 concept of owning, you know, DVDs, CDs, old books, video games, all that stuff. It's weirdly enough, even though it hasn't been a long period you know, into the digital age, so to speak, and in terms of just, like, the history of even the U.S. being around. In that period of time, we've seen this shift where owning things physically is more of a collector's hobby than it is just as, like, a regular person wanting to own the, the you know, medium, whatever it might be, right? Like, it's become it's become predominantly built around collectors, which is... What I'm, I don't even, I don't, no, truthfully, I'm not even fearful of this. Like, I feel like the manga and anime market is safer than those other markets because of the like fact. Like video games and music and whatnot. Yeah, 
Yeah, because of the fact that you have a larger breadth in terms of accessibility to it all. Now, granted, you 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 do have the handful of series that aren't that case. Like to your point, owning certain series that were were you know aired and then just never licensed to streaming services like Planets. I think Fullmetal Alchemist, the original one, is not on a streaming service right now either. Yep, can't find that. Um, yeah, so like there Legally are speaking, of course, you can always do the seven <laughs> right. T's, but we're right. not we're not encouraging that. Yeah, we're not a part of the Straw Hat crew. Um, no, but but those are like few and far between too, right? And the same thing with manga. Like it's it's nearly impossible to find volumes of Kill a Kill. Um, I'm still you, trying to find the hardcovers. <laughs> yeah, they're very very expensive. If you do find them online, like it, there there are you know examples of this that that are around, but thankfully with the addition of having these libraries from large publishers be on apps. I mean, we have sort of like a safety net knowing like if there is ever a shortage or if there is a delay in releases for whatever reason, or if something just happens and, and, you know, a mangaka, you know, just stops and they're like, Nope, I want everything pulled. It's hard because you have physical and you have, you have digital. So it's like at least you have this sort of guarantee that you're always going to have the ability to read the series that you like and to some degree watch. Again, there are some obvious outliers to that too. But um, but going into the manga market though, because I, I do think that we, you and I, even though what I said earlier about you know the fact that we're we're more in tuned with what's coming out and stuff because this is what we do for a podcast and everything, and this is also what we do for our own hobbies and interests. Um, I do still think that more and more people will be purchasing physical than just strictly reading it digitally. Um, and there are speculations that this is going to be the case moving forward too. Uh, article from DW states that the, uh, according to statistics released in March by the all Japan Ma magazine and book publishers and editors association, that's a mouthful of an association. Hopefully that, that is. abbreviation is easy to say uh, at first glance. It's not uh, <laughs> the total sales of print electronic and magazines increased 0.2% in 2022 which is worth around 677 billion yen. Not a large percentage increase, but I mean, in the grand scheme, quite significant. Um, a lot of better. Yes. Yeah. Uh, sales of print manga have remained relatively flat, uh, which is a, contra a contradiction from sales reported in 1995. While more traditional print formats has shrunk, however, manga delivered as e-comics on smartphones uh, has actually increased the sale by 8.9% in 2022. So uh, they also showed that there was a dramatic 171% increase in U.S. sales. And again, I think this was just due to the pandemic. People were stuck inside. People were kind of going back to their old hobbies and interests or, again, discovering the, the wonderful world that is anime and manga for the first time. So uh, they said that they showed that year-on-year -year manga sales in the U.S. were up by 171% for 2020 and 2021 so right in peak peak times real, but real quick side tangent yeah. i find it hilarious that the number one comic book sold every year is the guy who'd made captain underpants it's the cat the cat cop and like the whatever dog books that they have yeah 
Yeah. He, he is consistently the number one comic book seller in the United States every year. It yeah, is because it's hilarious. It's, it's perfect children. for kids. Yeah, it's perfect, yeah, it's perfect for, for kids. kids. It's just it makes me laugh and giggle to myself every time. I'm like, this is so silly, but it's understandable. But like, and it, it, like to that point too. Like, what other comic book style artists out there are domestically that people read a lot? Like, I guess would Diary of a Wimpy Kid be considered in that genre? I don't know. I've never read Diary as a Wimpy Kid. Is it? Is it like I. a? I thought it, it was more novel, but I didn't think it was like with like just some small doodles. But I could be wrong. Yeah, um, I, that's what but I it thought is, as well. But it is funny. It, it is also nice to see we, we were when we were doing like news, weekly news stuff, which was incredibly tough to upkeep. Um, we would occasionally get the ones showing like the here's the top sales of manga for the month. And it was always like Demon Slayer and Jujutsu Kaisen and My Hero and Chainsaw Man. But then we do across like all of the sales of like comics and like those four or five would always be in the top 10 too. So it's like, yeah, Captain Underpants, your reign of terror in this nation is almost at an end. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just to finish up the article too, because they're talking about the ambitious sales targets for moving forward. uh, The aim of the uh, Japan and its manga markets is to, and this is according to the article, quadruple sales of Japanese content in overseas market. From approximately approximately five trillion yen at present within ten years, so over the next ten years they want to quadruple their sales overseas, and obviously the primary market would be U.S. and uh, I think secondary actually, well probably U.S. first and then uh, France. France is I think the actually leads in front of the U.S. in terms of manga sales. Um, Interesting. I would have yeah. thought Germany. But. Nope, I think it's France. They have a very, very, very large uh, manga distribution. I hmm. think in France, in France, and um, good you... to know. Yeah, I was shocked when I read that too. Originally, I was like, France, really? What the hell? Those uptight, <laughs> snotty bastards. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I I am uh, with the with the Vizmod Media price increases i'm still optimistic that sales will continue to rise too and again this is starting january 1st 2024 so for all of you listening any of you who are wanting to get into a new series or continue you know a little bit behind maybe want to pick up you know a couple volumes that you're behind on uh do it before the new year uh recommendation and this is not a plug they're not a sponsor or anything we just like using the site write stuff anime Always has pretty good deals on their manga. You'll always find some sort of discount, usually, on their series. Uh, myself, I will for sure be pre-ordering the Stone Ocean series that are going to be coming out soon. Um, by soon, I mean the end of this year into next year. Uh, currently, $20 on Right Stuff Anime. Uh, and I expect them to probably increase from their $24.99 price tag to probably $29.99, I think, with the price increase. So... If you're looking to get new series, I would go and get them sooner rather than later. Yep, and also not a plug, but another good thing about Right Stuff, $50, free shipping. And there you go. They're shipping. I would say the only thing is make sure everything's in stock because if you order anything that's pre, uh, pre-ordered or out of stock, they will not ship it until it's all completely in stock. So, yep. buyer beware. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
I the the one final question that I'll ask, and then we can we can wrap this up too, is with the price increase of physical manga from Viz. Mm-hmm. Do you think they're gonna hike up their app again, or for the first you know, time, I should say, because Shonen Jump's already done it. Shonen Jump increased theirs. Well, Shonen Jump is Viz, so I right, but don't... but the Viz Media app, because they are two different. They're two different applications right. when did the shonen jump app come out like when did uh, it start i want to say it was 2019 because if it was 2019 it took them four years in order to just do but a that, dollar pricing but that was 2019 it probably came out 2019 in japan let me look on the app store here and see when it actually came out so theoretically yeah it's only three sorry it was not four dollars a month it's three dollars a month because it used to be two um as for Viz manga, I don't know if they'll increase it immediately because of a couple reasons. One, it is their like more adult titles, but it's also not all of their like it doesn't have as many titles as Shonen Jump may have. Also another thing to note, not all of their series have every single chapter. You have Comey on there, you have Call of the Night, you have Freerun. They have a lot of series on Viz Manga's app, or the Viz Manga app, that are missing a shit ton of middle chapters because they have prior, you know, contracts that these will be released physically first. So Mm. whenever they're released physically is when they come out, like those middle chapters come out. All the new chapters are there, so if you've somehow read those middle chapters, great. That's a good deal for you. $2 and you get more series. But I think the reason why they won't up the price for Viz in a little while at least, I'd give it at least a year and a half from today because it's been about a half a year, maybe a little less, um, is because they want those people to stay there and they want to, like, they don't have necessarily all the chapters available. So once all those chapters are available, I I could see them raising it from a dollar ninety nine to two two ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I just I'm I'm interested to see the immediate statistics of the price increase within the first year of them doing it on their manga sales to see if there's a significant jump, right? Because in theory, if sales remain the same and you increase the price on it, you're going to see an increase in revenue. But yeah. if they see a significant drop but an increase in their subscribers on the app because people are like, well, you know, I'd rather just go pay the extra $2 on an app than buy the physical volumes. Now, maybe you just increase the app then too. And if mm-hmm. you, and if you don't like the subscription, you can always buy them digitally on the app, which they're usually yep. cheaper than they are physically. They're, I think seven ninety nine compared to, or no, sorry. They're usually five ninety nine compared to the seven ninety nine physical. So, Right. You so, could always buy your f- volumes digitally there too. But um, yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see if they increase the digital price for a volume when the price increase goes through for physical. Yeah. And I and did confirm Shonen Jump app has been serving popular simul, simul published manga series since 2018. So, okay. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been, been a while. Five years before they increase the price. I think. Yeah. They'll wait a little bit. 
but again, it, it's it's a question of is it market pressure? Is it just sheer numbers that indicate, hey, we can increase it and we're not going to see a dip? Like the the it's always a interesting it's always interesting looking at the reasoning and the the reasoning behind it, the reaction to it, and the results from it when yeah. when when price increases come through especially for yeah. something like a subscription or something that that has been a set stone price for so long like I viz media that, uh manga yeah and i think like you mentioned market pressure i really don't think they have a lot of market pressure right now to no. increase no. let alone you know i think they don't have a lot of market pressure to convince them not to increase like they can increase like all they want because K manga shit the fucking bed with their app. <laughs> if Square yeah. Enix comes out with an, an app or Seven Seas comes out with an app saying, "Hey, here's all our stuff that we're providing, and it's three or like four dollars or three dollars," then Viz might be like, "Well, you can come to us for cheaper or something." Like it depends on if other people come to the table digitally and say, "Hey, we're offering this." for more expensive or, you know, less than what our competitors are doing. Yeah. And we have quality titles as well. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see once the market, or I shouldn't even say once, if the market were to expand digitally with those yeah. other publishers, what, what those pressures would result in. A lot of unknowns still. It'll be interesting to see later on into 2024 what happens, backlash. Um, and if you have any opinions or want to share your thoughts on the price increases or experiences with the apps, feel free to reach out to us. You can always find us on our Twitter at Bakako Podcast. You can go there to our link tree, join our Discord, find our other socials at YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. We're always trying to post as much as we can on those platforms as well with goofy videos or to just incite, you know, violence like Frank did today with his opinions on his favorite and least favorite anime from 2022, which started yeah. uh, quite the commotion. Um, Fuck the Tomodachi game. Yeah, exactly. Well, until next time, we will see you then. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Back 